Tonight I've been joined by Glenn and Ken and we'll be reviewing our defeat against QPR, uh, our second defeat of the season, uh, which has put us down to seventh in the league. Uh, two goals, uh, two second half goals have clinched the win for QPR. Um, let's start with you, Glenn. What was your what was your thoughts on our performance and obviously the result? Um, my thoughts were pretty much good for 60 minutes. Made two substitutions, and then within ten minutes of those two substitutions, in QPR bringing Lyndon Dykes on, Lyndon Dykes scores with pretty much his first touch, and really after that it was pretty much one way, one way traffic. We never really got into the game, um, but for sixty minutes we more than matched them, and just didn't take the chances, and and they scored one good goal and one scruffy goal that probably should have been defended better. Um, But I would like to say Simon Moore made a couple of outstanding saves. And so he definitely looks like he's, um, he's kicked on for us and um, shows good potential. And and Ken, I mean, obviously another game where we've, you know, we've, we've, we've played some really good football, but, you know, missed chances as well. How concerned are you by, you know, the fact that we're missing chances again on another, for another game? Yeah, it is a bit, a little bit concerning, but I'm not too concerned. I, th- I think we'll get it right eventually. It's early days. Uh, we've got quite a few options up front if he needs to swap it around. I mean, it didn't, didn't run for us, you know, against QPR. We were a bit unlucky, really. I thought, I say, we thought we'd play well. On another day, we probably could have scored a couple of goals, but we just didn't have quite have the, you know, that finishing, that finishing touch. Um, we just need to be a bit more clinical, I think. But I think as the season goes on, we've got quite a few good options up front. So I think once Matty Gordon gets a few games under his belt, he gets a bit fitter, um, then I think I think we'll be okay. I'm not too concerned because it was a good performance, a big big improvement on on last year's visit to uh, to QPR, where we we were really non-existent. So yeah, I'm not too concerned, and um, it's just one of them games that. Uh, Bit like the Barnsley game where we, we sort of dominated the game but just couldn't finish. Yeah, I mean I think Mark Robin Rob, Mark Robinson's post match comments was was talking about the fact that it was an improved performance from, from last season, but still disappointing that we couldn't um get that result. I mean I I mean my view, Glenn, is that um we're we are competing with clubs like QPR despite the vast difference in, 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 in the playing budget, which is which you know which which shows the progress we're making as a club. Um, which players do you feel stood out for you in our performance yesterday? Um, actually, from I followed it, followed a lot of it on Twitter, and the guy who was doing the QPR commentary said how well Clark Salter played. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he did well. Dabo looked back to his best, and um, from a lot of the people that I've seen on Twitter, they said that Gorkwes and Waghorn played very well and actually them going off for Godden and Walker um, actually changed the game. And I think the telling thing is, I was just looking at 
on one of the football apps that I follow, um, FotMob, and the QPR goalkeeper was the highest rated player yesterday, yeah. of yesterday's game. So I think that's quite telling. But yeah, I think we, we've, I've certainly called um, Mark Robbins out for being a bit negative and playing it safe. So I think you've, you've got to say to him, with the team he started, he went two up top, which I think most of us expected him to match QPR up and go like for like with the box. And he could have quite easily gone back to the box and just played for a draw. Um, but he tried to change the game and throw two more mobile forwards on, maybe to hit QPR on the counter. But by doing that, we just kind of just didn't get hold of the ball. But no, I think um, definitely Clark Salter, Simon Moore, as I mentioned earlier, uh, and Dabo, who I think is just getting back to the form that he was in our champion, uh, championship winning season in League League One. I think most opposition fans are raving about him at the moment. Yeah, I mean, hopefully uh, not not too much because obviously we've still got transfer deadline day, which obviously um, I think it's Tuesday. So uh, hopefully he'll still be a commentary player. And I've got no doubt he will be. Um, I mean, Ken, in, in Robinson's comments, he felt that the two strikers were tied, but, you know, and that was the reason for him to be brought off. Was there a case possibly where he could have maybe took one of them off and then bring up either of Gordon or Walker? Was that, would that be a, you know, looking in hindsight, could that have happened? Yeah, I mean, possibility. He maybe could have played probably a little bit safer, um, just made the one change maybe. But I suppose you can't criticise him too much because last year I don't think he, he used his subs enough, to be honest. So can't criticise him too much. At least he's making an early early um, decision. Uh, and he wanted, obviously, thought. Two two pairs of fresh legs would be better than one, so um, I think that's why he changed it. But at the end of the day, they didn't concede the goal. We conceded the goals at the back, didn't we? And uh, I don't think it was um, it was their fault, you know, literally that we lost the game. It's just that we lost a bit of concentration at the back and gave the ball away um, and conceded, you know, conceded the goal. So it was disappointing. But I think I said on another day it could have worked. It didn't work this week, but. Uh, on another day, it could have worked for us. So uh, I'm not too, uh, not too critical of Robbins for for making the subs. No, because I like to see him make early decisions on substitutes. I don't like these last-minute subs. I, I need to, need to get a bit of time to get into the game, and I think you know, a good 15, 20 minutes is good. Yeah, um, I, I think I think let's let's look at the overall picture though. I mean, we've played what five games, picked up nine points from a possible 15. And Glenn, it's I think overall it's it's, it's still a very positive start. So seventh in the league, I think we would have happily taken that at the start of the season. Yeah, um, I, I spoke to Oggy and Clive and Sidwell last night because there's a few people getting a bit OTT and and going a bit throwing the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. And and just said, look at it, look at the five games we played at the start of last season. We played Bristol City, where we should have got something, and we conceded a sloppy goal off a set piece to cost us the game. We beat QPR 3-2, but that was pretty much an end-to-end game where it could have ended up any any score possibly. And then the three games after that, we played Bournemouth, who gave us really a school, school does and gave us a lesson, and we were never really in the game. Then we went to Brentford and were 2-0 down and really didn't create any chances till we were 2-0 two nil, two nil down and pretty much Brentford probably could have won by more 
on it. And then we went to Middlesbrough where we were absolutely awful. Yeah. So I think the, the, the gap in those five games and these five games of this season, we've been pretty competitive in every single game. You could make a case that we could have won every single game. Yeah. More than I, or at the very minimum, got a point from the games we've lost. Um, and I think just the general mentality of the team, they seem to have got that belief back in them. Um, and they are they're a good team to watch, which is what, what we want. As I said, last season, there were some pretty dire games with no fans. And because we had such a bad start, we were behind the eight ball. So we were always playing catch up and like, every point mattered. Whereas with a good start, we can be a bit more brave and attacking because we've got how I can't remember how many points we're clear of Peterborough and most of the other teams who are relegation rivals. We've all we've got pretty much leads on a lot of them, so that that's yeah. a bonus on it. Yeah, I think I think one one good point you made is, is mentality. I think that's a big that's a key word. I mean, at, at, you know, the start um, sort of the pre-match build-up to keep your game. Uh, you know, from Cassie that Darbo was was mentioning about the fact that they don't go to the, into these games now expecting to lose. They go into the games thinking how you know we're going to win, and I think that's that's great to hear. And I think the only slight similar, similarity I'd say between this season and last season, I feel, was is is kind of the same problem with regards to missing chances for me. Um, even in the win against Blackpool. Um, we probably had enough chance there to win at least two games that night. Um, unfortunately, we came out on the right side of the result. Um, that's my only slight criticism. Um, you know, there was, you know, having, you know, watching the game back, I could see, you know, O'Hare puts a great ball in the first half. He, he, well, not great ball. He, he puts a, an OK cross in, but, it, you know, if he just delivers it slightly better, you know, you've got an easy tap in there for the strikers. And that's, that's just, it's just a final ball sometimes can be frustrating, but, Overall, I'm, you know, you got to be happy with, with the start. Nine points out of fifteen, um, you know, it is it, really, really good. Um, so, I mean, looking ahead now, obviously we've got two games against Borough and Cardiff and, and Ken. Are those games you feel we can pick up, you know, six points? Yeah, certainly the Middlesbrough game um, uh, and the Cardiff game, really. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, you know, we're playing with confidence. I don't see. It. I, I don't fear anybody in this league. I think the only teams at the moment which are sort of running away with, I think Fulham, Fulham are looking good. Yeah. Um, so they've obviously just come down from the Premier League, so um, they've still got most of their players. But any other team in this division, I think we can give them a game. Um, so I have no fear about Middlesbrough or Cardiff, to be fair, uh, especially at home. You know, um, I think I think we're looking good at home and. Uh, if we can just start putting a few of them chances away that we're creating, then um, I'm quite confident we'll pick points up against both of them. Yeah, and what's your view, Glenn, ahead of the next two games? Are they are these games you feel we can get six points from? Um, they're games I'd like us to get six points from. I think they each have their own like kind of unique challenge. Um, obviously, you've got Warnock and McCarthy, who are pretty much very experienced at this level, and um, have their style of playing and I think both of those teams will probably play a very direct against us um, and that tends to be a theme that maybe the teams that go a bit more direct against us have caused us problems based on 
Saturday when Dykes came on, obviously he's a bit more physical presence alongside Austin. Um, so Middlesbrough's a, a strange one. They're a, they're they should probably be doing better than they they are. They've had quite a mass turnover of players. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they've they've they're a weird side. They drop points against teams you wouldn't expect them. Like QPR at home, they lost to. They drew at Derby. They drew with Blackburn. But they've got some very, very good players in their team. I think they've just signed Hernandez, who was at Norwich on a season-long loan. They've right. got Watmore. They've got a lot of experienced players, but then they've got a few lesser names in. So um, they will definitely be a challenge. But I think we've, we've got to be aiming for our home games to get something from every home game this season. That's the, the aim. And if we can, like for the next six are at home, if we can get, nine, ten points from them. We're near enough at the 20-point mark after 11 yeah. games without picking anything up away from home. Cardiff, you probably know that it, Brian Giles is going to set up James Collins to score a goal against us because it's pretty much nailed on. So I wouldn't be too upset if James Collins and Kiefer Moore get injuries on international duty and aren't available to play against us. That might, might do us a favour because I don't think uh, Cardiff have much cover up front at the moment but they're, they're going to be a threat the stand offs are very good off dead balls and stuff so it's going to be a test definitely yeah I think I don't know what to make it I think I think Middlesbrough are always quite tough opponents I mean they, I mean last season they've done the double over us um, but I think I think with this season I feel like we can get a result against them uh, I, one player that won't be playing against us uh, is Sam Morsey for Middlesbrough he got sent off yesterday against Blackburn. Um, but yeah, they've, they've, they've had some strange results. They've had a very good result at Fulham. Uh, they got a point there, but they've had some, um, you know, they lost to the QPR, as you mentioned. And I think it's a game, I think it's a game we shouldn't fear. I don't, and I don't think we should fear either game, really. I feel we can get um, at least four points out of. Um, but definitely, you know, six is possible. Um, but um, I like I, I just I like I like the way the club the team's going. I think it's it, we're playing some really good football, um, and I feel I feel this season we can definitely get mid table. That that's that's what we should be aiming for. At the start of the season, I was thinking, well, you know, maybe maybe staying up or where we were last season is, is you know is is a tick in the box. But I actually think now we can do better than that. Um, how, what's your aspirations? How do you think we'll do this season, Ken? Yeah, well, I think I think I think we'll be okay. Um, we're looking good so far. I say it's early days, it's early days really. But I, I, as I said before, we I don't, I don't fear anybody. Anybody can beat anybody on the day in this league. Um, it's you know it's it's a strange division. We get some strange results, uh, and a lot of it's down to on the day, isn't it? And we're going to have suspensions. We're going to have um, you know uh, injuries throughout the season so at the moment we're you know we've still got a few players to come back so we've got Kelly to come back as well so that, that's a big plus you know when he gets back a bit of experience in there uh, we've got Michael Rose to come back as well so I mean there's a few injuries you know that are clearing up and hopefully you know we'll have a full strength of the team to, to, to select from but no I, I'm pretty confident in the season and I think we'll be okay I really do yeah I mean I've as I say, I think I think mid-table is definitely within possibility. I look at that division, I'm not, 
I'm not at all worried about. I think maybe apart from maybe Fulham West Brom, I think they're by far on the best two teams. But I mean, if I go back to yesterday's yesterday's game, I mean, Glenn, do you feel that QPR are, are a playoff sort of contender, a playoff team this season? I think obviously you've got to look at their record since January. They've been pretty much the informed team in the championship. So they're on a they're on a good run. They've got momentum. Uh, I would. F- They've not been great at home, actually. It's the first game they've won at home this season out of three. Um, and they've been behind in two of those three. So I think they'll definitely be up there. I think West Brom, I was speaking to one of my friends who's a West Brom fan, and he was a bit worried about the striking option. But obviously they've gone and got Hugill off Norwich. But then, like I say, they made very hard work of beating Peterborough. So I think probably if there's a time to play the likes of Fulham, West Brom, Bournemouth, I think it's probably early season. Yeah. Rather than, and obviously they've got the whole situation with they'll have players going away with internationals, etc. Because yeah. a lot of them have in, like international players on it. So I think there's no reason why I'd love us to 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 have a flirtation with the playoffs just for interest, but I'll be quite happy with mid-table mediocrity, and I'd love a nice cup cup tie at the CBS. Nice, yeah. nice get get a nice team, Villa, Leicester, someone someone to get fans interested in it, yeah. um, and, and get a few a few pennies into the into the thing. But yeah, it'll um, it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be a dull season. We, we're going to be entertaining to watch. I think if we hammer somebody soon it might just give us that little bit of spark. And I think we're, we're not overperforming at the moment. I think we're probably, you could probably argue we're underperforming on what we're doing and we're only going to get better. You've got four or five good, good players to come in. Yeah. Once they get fit. So it's going to give us more options. Definitely. So my next topic conversation is the transfer window. Um, obviously it's expiring on, on Tuesday. Uh, question start with Ken. Is there any areas of the team you feel we could maybe strengthen last minute? Yeah, I think so. I think um, possibly, obviously, a defender. We look, we look like I probably don't need a defender at the back. Um, I think we're okay up front. I mean, we've got quite a few options, um, you know, when all the injuries clear up. Matty Godden comes back, he's going to be fit. And obviously, Walker's coming back as well from injury. So I, I think he's looking to bring in, he said one, didn't he? So. I think he's looking to bring in a defender myself. Um, uh, I think it's going to be from a Premiership club on loan. I think, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Glenn, from from rumours, and I must stress the word rumours uh, on on social media is that player might be Scott Dan. I mean, would he be a sort of player? Would he be a good fit for us? Yeah, yeah, he would. I mean, that's uh, he's got experience. I say he was he used to play for us before, uh, and he's he was fantastic for us before. To be fair. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that, that's the sort of player we, we probably be should looking for. Bit of experience at the back, and uh, as I say, we've got a, a lot of young players in the team, uh, and the more experience, the better. So yeah, that, that definitely benefits. And Glenn, same question to you. I mean, as as I was asking Ken, Scott Dan is is a rumoured player, um, and I must stress the word rumoured uh, player. You know that we're interested in. I mean, you know, is he a good fit for us? Um, I think I think he is. I, I'm not sure how much uh, off the top of it. I, I don't know how much he's played in a back three. 
I think if you bring him in, he's probably going to be a replacement for Faz because he's going to play in the middle because he was never the quickest player in the back four for us. And I think also it's wages. I think he, yeah. he's, lo- he's liable to be asking for money. I, I, I would personally suspect he'll end up at Birmingham probably with Troy Deeney because I think that's that's the rumour going round. I think I think he maybe had aspirations of a bigger team taking him, uh, maybe one of the relegated sides like a Sheffield United or or possibly a Bournemouth would would be in for him and they've um, they've kind of gone elsewhere on it. But I could see the logic in on it, but then he doesn't really fit the the blueprint. I I think if we're gonna sign anyone, I would say the more likely option is the Todd Kane, what is Todd Kane one that's going round. Obviously he's play he plays wing back. He can play right or left side. He was at Chelsea, so obviously he's got the Vivash connection. He's played with, I imagine he yeah. knows Dabo, potentially Clark Salter, etc. I think that's more a realistic one. Um, obviously the QPR fans have mixed views on him. I think he's he's a bit of a character and uh, I say he's, he's very confident in his own ability, but they said he is a good attacking option and he kind of gives you that cover on two two positions. I've got a sneaky feeling that we may do more business than than Robbins is letting on because mm-hmm. I think yeah. there's four potentially that are going to move. I think Pask is like must be on the way somewhere or he's injured because he didn't play for the under 23s. Um, he's not really been mentioned. Shipley, I think, to Portsmouth looks like it's a done deal on a loan. Um, and then obviously we've got Jabello and Hilsner, so they they're, they're liable to be let go because I don't see the point of them hanging around. And Mason, I don't know obviously because he had quite a bad injury to his hamstring, so that's 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 uh, five potentially that go. The only interesting one today was there was a rumour going around linking us with. Uh, Elliot Watt, who plays for Bradford yep. City, yep. and uh, was quite quite a quite a good performer last last season, and he's out of contract in the summer, so they may well be looking to to do a deal on it. And finally, I think we'll probably maybe look to maybe bring a goalkeeper in, albeit probably for the under twenty three level, mm-hmm. because Bilson's obviously got an injury, and I believe. Key and Tyler may be on the move, but obviously that kind of has gone quiet. And I think the other under 18s goalkeepers injured as well. So we're, we're quite quite sure if anything happened to Wilson or um, more, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, one uh, obviously one potential outgoing is, as, as Glenn mentioned, is Jordan Shipley. Uh, for me, Jordan Shipley has been a, a great servant for our club. Um, I think. I don't feel I don't think he's quizzed himself as as well at championship level, but overall his contribution has been brilliant. And I think it's I think it's a big move for him. It's an important move, isn't it, Ken? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I, I like Shipley, but I say since we've gone into the championship, he probably struggles sometimes to um, get a grip of the games when he when he when he comes on. Um, but you know he, he has been a good servant for us. I do like him. He, he scored a lot of important goals for him and he's a local lad. But whether whether he's, you know, good enough to make that, that step up to the championship level is another matter, isn't it? And Robbins finds a better player to bring in, then I suppose you've got to he's got to move on and for his sake of his career. 
Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's the best move for all parties for me. I think Portsmouth are um, similar size club to ourselves, you know, a club that are desperately trying to get out of uh, League One, um, and I think he'll have a lot to offer there. Um, unfortunately, I, he, he did he did have one or two decent games. I felt towards the end back end of the season. I think the game at Huddersfield is an example. I felt he played well, but I think overall. Um, I think it's the right move because I don't think he's going to get much game time this season um, with the team we've got. And, and as you mentioned before, with Caddy coming back, um, that that obviously is a, you know strengthens the midfield and that kind of pushes Shipley further out um, out out of the first team. So definitely the right move for me. Um, and I like I like look at the squad. I think I like I like I think Scott Dan would be would be great. But as as you mentioned before, I think wages for me is is the big thing. Um, I, I'm kind of of the opinion that I'll see it when I believe it with Scott Dan because I think Todd Kane, as, as Glenn said, I think is is probably more um, more of a possibility. Um, and I, I'd like I, I think if that's, pro- that's possibly any of possibly strengthens at the back, but I think the squad looks really good overall. I think we've got some good young players in the 23s coming through as well, and um, yeah, I think Robbins is. You know, Robins and the team, have done, and, and not just Robins, but um, the scouts have just, you know, done an unbelievable job, and the players have brought in. But there, is, there. Are, having said that, there is one or two Deadwood players, is you know, with uh, Jabello Hillsner, who you know, unfortunately, just haven't had any impact at all. Um, do you, do you expect Jabello and Hillsner to be out of the club by by Tuesday, or is that, or is that not a possibility in your view? Either can answer. Um, I think so. Well, yeah, personally, I mean, I just, I just say I think, I think they will. Yes, because uh, I, I, I don't see any future for them. Um, whether Shipley goes, another matter. You know, it's fifty-fifty. But I certainly think Jabello definitely, and uh, and and maybe you know Hillsner as well, because they haven't been given squad numbers either, have they? So no, no. And Glenn. I'm slightly disappointed with Hills now because I don't really think he's been given a chance, but I get why. I don't think we we could get we are at the stage we could give him a chance on it. Um, I think Gibello. I, I don't know. I've, I've I hear various different things about him um, that maybe he's not putting putting the effort in as much as as he could be. Um, so I think Hilson is a shame because I don't think he's had a fair crack of the whip. I think Jabello had a crack of the whip last year and didn't really do it under 23 level. Hilsner, I think he has come back in slot in good, in slightly better shape, but he just seems to have um, been just blacklisted and said you're not going to have a have a chance in it. So I think I'd be surprised if either of them have have got any want wants have the right attitude, then they should really move on and, and try and find. And another club. Um, the only other name um, that I'd seen linked with us um, was Cameron Cairns on Twitter, who is very good with his knowledge and on players. Mm-hmm. Said that we were looking at a striker called Jordi Casido, who plays for CS CSK Sofia, um, and yeah. he's he was somebody that I believe that they'd linked. Said that Cov had been scouting him, um, but yeah, that that potentially may be someone. We're looking at the overseas market come come January, but I, I think Robbins. I always 
it was a deadline day. I think he's always got a rabbit in the hat. Usually, yeah. I, I think he's gone. For, he's gone for saying we had a loan lined up. Now it's Todd Kane. I'd be surprised if Todd Kane was alone. I think QPR may be happy to get him off the books as a free transfer. And then obviously um, it gives an option. The only problem with Shipley going on loan is he's out of contract in the summer. So we'd potentially lose him on a free. So yeah. are we better to keep him around till Kelly gets fit and, and sell him in January? Because I don't think Portsmouth have the money to, to pay any sort of fee for him. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that, Ken? No, not really. No, no, I agree. Really, uh, yeah, I just I agree with what what, what Glenn says. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably going to be best if 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 the players that are not involved move on as soon as possible, really, and uh, free up the wages and bring some fresh faces in. Yeah. So we can all move forward. Yeah. Okay. Um, starting to come towards the end of the show. There's a couple of more questions I want to ask. Um, and also have a comp- we also have a competition uh, for your chance to win four tickets for the home match against Middlesbrough. Uh, and Ken will read out the question uh, ahead of that. Um, and we'll cover that more in a minute. Um, start with you, Glenn. Um, so five games gone. How would you rate our start of season out of 10? Um, I will probably say eight. Yeah. Eight out of 10. I think we've shown... We've carried on the mentality we had towards the end of last season where we were exciting to watch. We were played on, as Robin said, played on the front foot. We scored goals. We looked a good team to watch. Um, And we've got the ability to improve. I think I'll use Reading as an example last year. Reading started the season very well. But anyone who deals with our stats were saying they were overperforming based on the statistics. So yeah. they were they were winning games they shouldn't really have been winning. And I think at the moment we're positive is we're losing games we probably should be winning. And even the games we're winning we could be winning them better if we just had that little bit of quality. And I think if we get God and fit he will make a difference. Tyler Walker. I still believe there's a player in there. Um, he was he was outscoring Ivan Tony in the league one season that got hit by COVID. He had a better goals per game record than him. Yeah. So I, I still think there's a player in there. I just think we need to get he needs that spark. He needs that Bakayoko moment that's gonna win the fans over, you know, that are charting away. He needs something like that just where he's gonna get over with the fans. I think the fans still just have this reservation about him and I think his body language and stuff and they've just got the mentality I think the same with Waghorn people have this in their head about Waghorn because of his wages I think Waghorn's a good player I'm just not convinced Waghorn and Gorkarez are the two I think it's maybe one of those with a Walker or a Goddard but the great thing is we've got four fit strikers and we can change it around and see how it works and it gives us options Hey, if we're chasing the game, we could play all four. You can play Waggle and wide right, go up yeah. wide left, stick Gordon and walk it through the middle. We we didn't have that ability last season to be able to do that. And we've right. got youngsters like Tavares and Harrison Knee coming through um, as well. So it, it, there's a lot to be positive about. I think um, I, I think we'll be all right. Um, we're going to have some fun and we, we can uh, upset the apple cart a few times with some of the big teams. And I look forward to playing Fulham and... Maybe a 
getting a result against them. But yeah, we, we've just got we just got to take one game as it time, one game at a time, and just keep picking up results. That's that's all we can do. Absolutely, yeah. And Ken, would you would you agree with that eight out of ten? Yeah, yeah, eight out of ten for me. And I agree really what Glenn said. You know, um, I don't think we've had a bad performance yet so far. Uh, you can't really count Northampton, I suppose, in the cup because it was a completely different team. Um, I think all the league games we've played so far, we've competed with the teams we've played against, and um, we've put in some good performances. So long may that continue. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm same same view. I think eight out of ten is is probably about right. The only thing I maybe could be slightly critical of is with you know we're missing too many chances. We need to, we need to be a bit more ruthless up front. That's the only thing. Yeah. I would say, but I think what I would per- personally... I, yeah, I, early days, I, though, I suppose, early yeah. days, isn't it? Yeah. Common thing. yeah, I think I'm not sure about Gilkerez and, and Wackle as a front two. I think they're both very good strikers, um, but I'm not sure they work as two. I'd like to see either one of Walker or, or Goddard um, coming in, maybe maybe for the Borough game, but that's obviously something we can talk about later on. But I think the positive thing is we've got, we have got options there, and um, you know, I think by all accounts, I mean, O'Hare didn't have his better game yesterday, but he's he's been an absolutely brilliant player for us. So I've got no doubt he will, he will come back strong. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, been, it's just, for me, for the first time in a long time, I just feel quite excited about the team. It feels like a team, you know, you want you want to pay your money to watch. It's, it's entertaining. Um, and, you know, it's, it's credit to everybody, really, both the playing staff and, and, and the management, really. Um, so I thought I'd uh, end end the show on, on a on a very positive tone, um, and now I want to hand over to Ken because um, he's got a question. Which you know, as I said earlier, you can win tickets for the Borough home game for four people. And um, Ken, please please give us the details of that. Sorry, the line the lines must have gone. Um, so details of competition. Um, what we want to know is um, was who scored at the Rico Arena in two thousand and five against QPR. That's what we want. Hello, to know. you still there? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I'm still there. Hello. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You read out the Clearly, question. Yeah, I, I, I did. Against QPR, yeah. Yeah, I think your your line just went. I'll I'll let me let me read out the question again. Um, so we want to know is who scored uh, for for Coventry at the Rico Arena against QPR in two thousand five. Um, the competition details. Uh, it, closing date is Sunday, uh, the fifth of September, and we will announce the winner on Monday, the sixth. Of September. Um, in order to uh, enter, please message or direct message Skyblue Fans TV on Twitter. Uh, same message Skyblue Fans TV on Facebook and on Instagram channels uh, with your answer. We will then draw out a winner and then we'll announce, announce that winner on social media. I think that wraps everything up for tonight. Um, guys, it's been great having you on. Thank you for your thoughts. Um, and we will speak again soon. Um, play up, Sky okay. Blues.
And um, thanks, guys. That's got these. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Yeah, play out. See you, lads. Yeah.